Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's up, my beautiful listeners? What's going on, beautiful queens, my sisters, my awesome supporters showing up yet again for another super powerful and very valuable episode of The Women Winning at Weight Loss. I am so grateful that you are back again for more. And listen, I'm always excited to be here. I'm always excited about every episode that I deliver. But today's episode has me really hype and excited because this has everything to do with like the five biggest weight loss myths that women have a tendency to buy into and believe to be absolute truths on their weight loss journeys. And I'm excited to deliver this episode because I am sick and tired of hearing it. <laughs> That's why. Let me just keep it real. And one thing you know about me is that I'm going to keep it real, right? So, ladies, the reason why I decided to record this episode and felt that it was very much needed that I start exposing some serious myths out here that are actually holding you back on your weight loss journey is just because I get on weight loss consultations numerous times each and every single week, okay? I have conversations with so many of you in the DMs on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, right? When I do my free four-day weight loss challenges every two, three months, all the challenges in there, I have many conversations with. And what I'm hearing across the board, I mean, really, it, it, it pains me to keep hearing it. but are all these myths, right, that y'all are believing and feeding into on this journey. And then when we have these conversations, you'll tell me things like, oh, my problem is that I keep eating after 8 p.m. Oh, my problem is that I just don't have the time to go to the gym. And I know everybody says that home workouts are not effective. And every time I'm having these conversations, I try so hard not to scream. I'm for real. I try so hard not to scream. Y'all, I got a really professional side about me, if you hadn't noticed. But the other side of me is just like, you know, very transparent, raw, real, whatever you want to call it. In, in corporate America, that side of, my, of me would be very much unprofessional and unacceptable and I wouldn't have a job for long. But that's just who I am. And so I do try to keep it professional. But when I hear these things, I'm like, I just want to throw this phone against the wall and scream. So eventually I was like, maybe instead of throwing my phone against the wall and screaming, I should just take the time to record a podcast episode where I can explain to the ladies that I love so much out here who are so committed to winning at weight loss why this shit is false. That's what we're talking about today. And that's why we're talking about this today. So I'm going to be breaking down five of the biggest, most common weight loss myths 
that are actually not only holding you back and preventing you from getting amazing results, but they're actually hurting you. And that's like, that's next level. I don't want y'all to keep being out here believing things, doing things that are really hurting you. That's bad. I don't want that for you, right? So let's talk about myth number one. Eating at a certain time matters when it comes to weight loss. False. That is a myth. So I had this client who came to me and in our initial weight loss consultation, she kept talking about the fact that she knows that she's doing a lot wrong, even though she's also trying a lot of things to lose weight. And one of her biggest problems is that she 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 really tries her very hardest not to eat past 8 p.m. But it's so difficult for her to do that consistently because she is a nurse who works night shift at the hospital. Mm, sound familiar? Relatable? Anybody? Right. And because of her lifestyle and her schedule and the nature of her job, right, she would try so hard to starve herself and try to get you know, all her meals, all her food in, you know, as, as as best as possible during the daytime and then have this 8 p.m. cutoff time, regardless of the fact that she would already have been at work and would be at work for many more hours to come. Just because this is a huge myth that just keeps circling around on social media, on the Internet, people also who are often not professionals who continue to like yeah, just continue like feeding into this. And you know those friends that you have, the sister that you got, the mama that you got, the coworker that, you know, annoys you. These people that think that they know everything about every topic in life. And all these chicks happen to not be registered dietitians or, you know, professional personal trainers, coaches, etc. But those are always the women who have the most to say to you about what you should and should not do on your weight loss journey. And I feel like maybe that's where this stems from, but I hear it so much. And we are going to end this with this episode right here today. Whatever day it is that you're listening to this is going to be the day that you end, that you stop believing that eating past a certain time or eating before a certain time is some way, somehow, some shape or form actually impacting whether you're going to be losing weight or not. Okay. So back to my client who, well, before she became my client, that was her complaint. I can't stop. I've been trying to stop eating past 8 p.m. But because I am a nurse, I work night shifts at the hospital. This is so difficult for me. Bottom line, not fucking sustainable, right? And I'm so frustrated because I know that this is one of the requirements, but I'm not able to follow it and be consistent with it. Can you freaking help me? Because I am not losing weight. Uh, yeah, I got you, sister. And she became a client of mine. And guess what? This chick is eating more than half of her calories in the middle of the night. And she's down 22 pounds in the last night from the last 90 days of us working together. Please explain to me what's going on here. Well, you actually don't have to explain it to me because I'm explaining it to you. But this is a myth. Okay. And this is why a lot of women will subscribe to approaches like intermittent fasting, right? And then they're like, okay, my cutoff time is 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. or whatever. And then between their 
in their eating window, they will literally go out here and pig out. They're like, free pass. I can eat whatever I want. Yada, yada. And then even though they've been eating only within a certain amount of hours and they've been cutting off, like their eating window has ended at a reasonable time, quotation marks, okay? Because this is stupid. Then they're like getting frustrated because they're not losing weight. Okay. So the proof is in the pudding. It has nothing to do with what time you're starting to eat, what time you end eat your, your eating. Are you eating at 11 p.m.? Or are you eating at 11 a.m.? What weight loss ultimately depends on and boils down to is how, how much food are you putting into your body, into your system? Is this enough food? Is it the right amount of food? Is it too much food? Is it too little food for your metabolism to work effectively, to work in your favor, to help you burn off the excess fat, the excess weight that you're trying to lose? That is literally the equation that we need to look at. The client, back to the client who is a nurse working night shift at the hospital who was trying to force herself to cut off eating at 8 p.m., even though she'd work until, you know, the early hours in the morning, she lost 22 pounds in the weight loss coaching program with me within the first 90 days. And she was eating more than half of her calorie intake in the middle of the nighttime. It is not about what time you eat. It is all ultimately about, are you eating the right types of foods? Are you eating the right amount of foods that your body requires, okay, for you to lose weight, build muscle mass, get toned, all these goals that you have? That is what matters. So in the example of this particular client, what changed the game for her and what allowed her to lose 22 pounds, even though she was eating in the middle of the night, more than like four nights per week, is the fact that we strictly looked at what does your metabolism require? What are the demands, like the physical demands of your job? How many steps are you walking every single day? How many workouts are you completing, right? How old are you? How, how much weight do you want to lose? We look, I looked at all of those things and based on those numbers, I made sure that her nutrition was perfectly dialed in, meaning she's in the right amount of calories, she's in the right amount of protein, she's in the right types of foods, et cetera. Like her snacks are what they need to be based on her nutritional requirements. It doesn't freaking matter though if you eat that, that same pack of fries at 1 p.m. or at 1 a.m. What matters is overall in your entire day, how much did you consume? What did you consume? Okay. So we have to look at the metrics. We got to look at the numbers. We got to look at how much protein. We got to look at how many calories overall. That is what a person, that is ultimately what your weight loss journey is dependent on. And if you're not losing weight, okay, it's because you're eating too much. You're eating too much of the wrong things. You're not eating enough of the right things. Or you're just not eating enough period, which actually applies to most of you ladies, because I know it applies to most of my clients when they come to me. So I hope that this is making sense. I hope that this is helpful and that this, this is like changing your perspective, because if my clients are eating at whatever fucking time of day and night, but they're all losing weight and you've seen the testimonials. And if you haven't, go to my Instagram, okay, at Anna underscore J-A-E-F-I-T, Anna J. Fit. 
Find me on Facebook. Find me on TikTok. I got my testimonials before and after pictures of most of my clients all over the internet, right? They're getting those results while they're eating at any freaking time of the day and or night. It has nothing to do with the time. It has everything to do with by the end of your day, right? Or whenever your day ends, how much did you consume? What types of foods did you consume? Is it all feeding into what your metabolism needs? And that's it. Point blank period. All right. Let's talk about myth number two. Working out first thing in the morning is way more effective for weight loss. I still am trying to figure out where that shit came from. I can't tell y'all how many women I've talked to who have said to me, like in the most defeated tone ever, I'm just never going to get rid of this weight because I know that one of the main requirements is that I work out first thing in the morning. I've heard so many people say, I need to get my workout in at five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, first thing when I first get up. But the problem is that my kids are all under five. I do not have childcare. I'm not about to drag my young children to the gym at five o'clock in the morning because they need to rest. If they don't sleep, then it's hell and chaos for the entire rest of the day. Or fill in the blanks, whatever your scenario looks like. So I've been in the fitness industry for over 10 years. The first year or so, I was working out first thing in the morning only because, listen, only because I was teaching, I was crazy enough, let me insert that. I was crazy enough to teach a Zumba class every Monday and Friday at 6.30 in the fucking morning. Like who, looking back, I'm like, who in their right mind thinks that it's a good idea to dance, okay, at 6.30 in the morning, whatever. On a Monday and a Friday of all days, right? But this was my first assignment. There was literally my first gig, y'all, in the fitness industry. So I was hyped. I was excited. I took it and I made the most out of it. And I taught that class for like a year and a half or something like that. So it worked. But besides that year and a half in my life, I have never been the 5, 6, 7 a.m. workout person. I work out at 10 a.m. depending on my, my kids' schedules. Now, for example, they're out at summertime. I literally work out at like 8, 9 p.m. Okay. Let's talk about my clients. I have clients all over the U.S. and all over the world. All these ladies are losing a significant amount of weight. More than half of them are doing their workouts at random ass fucking times. I got some that are working out at 4.30 p.m. after they get off. Some that I have even clients that work out at fucking 10.30 and 11 p.m. at night. And I'm like, girl, whatever works for you, go ahead. That don't work for me because I'm asleep. And I got some that are working out at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m. I got some that get off of their night shift at like 9, 10 a.m. Then they go work out. My clients work out at all possible times. I got some that work out during the lunch breaks too. So 12 p.m., 1 p.m., they work out. Listen, I am sick and tired of the rigid ass mentality and approach when it comes to weight loss and specifically us ladies. We need flexible ass approaches. And also, um, the rigidity 
in this industry, I feel, is coming from it being very male-dominated, right? And men being like, no, there's no only one th- way to do this. You got to do it this way. If you ain't doing it at 5 o'clock in the morning, then that's bullshit. Like, you, what? That don't work for none of us. Well, I mean, not for most of us, it don't work. So I wanted to kill myth number two because I can't tell y'all how many women come to me stressed out because it is literally close to impossible, not sustainable, not realistic whatsoever for them to be doing workouts early ass in the morning. It don't, it doesn't work for them. And I will be one of them. That shit does not work for me. Do you know what's going to work for you, honey? Let me tell you real quick what's going to work for you. Complete your motherfucking workout at the best time of day for you. How, how do you judge what the best time of day for you is? Least distractions, meaning your kids are occupied. Maybe your kids are in school. Maybe your kids are in aftercare. Maybe your kids are going with their dad. Like whatever that means for you. You know, another criteria to know how this is the best time of day for you to work out? Your fucking energy level. Okay? For me, working out first thing in the morning is not sustainable. It's not realistic. It's not doable. It's not manageable. I don't fucking enjoy it either. You know why? I do not have good energy first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, what I do really great with is journaling, meditating, listening to motivational talks. That works really well for me. An audiobook, whatever. I'm also super creative first thing in the morning. So first thing in the morning, it's really awesome for me to create content because my creativity flows like nobody's business, right? First thing in the morning, the last fucking thing that works for me is a workout. Okay, cool. Y'all heard it from me. I'm telling you vulnerably, transparently, openly, I don't fucking work out first thing in the morning. That shit don't work for me, okay? So on that note, Stop stressing yourself out and realize that you just need to worry about completing your workout at whatever time of day fits you. Because ultimately, what we're looking for is consistency and sustainability does that. If you're, if you're signing up for things that are just not realistic, they're not sustainable, they're not flexible enough for the woman that you are, the chances of you falling off and becoming inconsistent are so high. And then you're going to backtrack not get results, right? And then you're going to get discouraged. No one wants that. If anything, y'all want to get out of that cycle. So let's get out of that cycle by subscribing to, hey, is this realistic for me? Is this sustainable for me? Oh, okay, then I can do it. Okay? So that's that. Working out first thing in the morning is not a requirement for your workouts to actually be effective, right? For you to be productive, for your performance to be top-notch, that is not a requirement. Look at your time, schedule, lifestyle, family dynamics, energy levels, focus, okay? What's sustainable and realistic to you? That's the time that you need to be working out at. And for me, that time varies literally like on a month-to-month basis. Not very structured when it comes to that, but all I do know is that I'm going to get my workout in, no matter what. All right, myth number three. That gym workouts lead to better weight loss results than home workouts. Oh my fucking God. My my ears bleed every time I hear this. So many of you ladies are out there stressing yourselves out so badly because you're like, it's, I, I just, I've tried going to the gym, but I'm so intimidated. 
it's not working for me. I don't like the gym. I don't like the people there. The closest gym to my house is like 30 minutes away. There's no gym close to my job. It's not, I've tried. It doesn't work. I just said, forget it. I'm just going to stop working out until I move one day because it's just not working for me in the gym. So then people keep telling me and I keep hearing that working out in the gym is the only way to really ensure that your workouts are going to be effective and lead to great weight loss results. Well, that discouraged the shit out of me. So I kind of gave up, threw my hands in the air and was like, well, I just, I'll just maybe like go for walks around my neighborhood just to do something and get my 10,000 steps in. But I'm not even going to fool around with working out at home because everyone says that it's not effective. Again, don't know where that came from either. No clue where that came from. Maybe, maybe, you know, at some point in time, this is like gym owners. Maybe, I don't know, maybe some gym owners out there were like, hey, we need to put this shit into the atmosphere. And then, and then it just got perpetuated and people just repeated this myth over and over again. Let me tell y'all. I have taught and trained at several gyms for the last decade. Obviously, like COVID interrupted that for a while, but other than that, for a solid decade. I, in 2023, okay, have gone back after that little hiatus because of COVID, gone back to some of the gyms that I was teaching and training at for many, many years. I've seen in there the same exact women that I saw five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years ago, still as consistent, still dedicated to their gym routines. And you know what? Still also the same exact body. The stubborn belly fat is not gone. They're still not more toned. They're still not more definition. They haven't lost the weight that they've been wanting to lose for the last 10 years. They look the exact same. However, in the gym, they don't fucking skip a beat. Like, I'm impressed with a lot of people that I see in the gym. They've been more loyal. They've been more consistent. They've been on it 24 freaking 7, COVID and all. And their bodies haven't changed. See, COVID happened and I had already built my home gym way before COVID. Because as a single mom, I was looking for what's going to be sustainable for me with my young children and not having a lot of support. Plus, I was working, you know, full-time training at the gym and doing all these things. So I just needed to make sure that I always had like that backup plan at home. So I already had a home gym built up. That was my garage. So when COVID hit, I was ahead of the game without knowing that this was ever going to happen. Like I'm not that psychic, a little psychic, but not that psychic. And so during COVID, I transitioned to just utilizing my home gym. It's very interesting. Because coming out of COVID, right, now three years, basically three years later, I go back into the gym and people are like, God damn, you look even better, like even leaner, even more toned than you did before COVID when you were like, when we, we would see you in the gym a lot. Interesting, right? So it ha- the, work- the workouts, the quality of your workouts, okay? is ultimately what's going to dictate the outcomes, the results that you get. If the quality of your workouts in the gym is poor, let me give you some examples. 
oh, I go to the gym. I go to Planet Fitness and I do the exact same circuit every single time I go in there because I don't really know what I should be doing. I don't know how to target specific parts of my body. I don't know how to use half those gyms. I go I go to Planet Fitness and I get overwhelmed and intimidated and then I just don't really know what to do. So I just do the same thing every single time. Mm, okay, great. So that's very relatable, right? This is a super common story. I hear it from a lot of women, been there, done that myself. So this is definitely not me judging. If that is how, you know, low the quality of your your game plan is and your workouts are when you go to the gym, that explains why you ain't getting no results. There, now, let's talk about my clients. M- approximately 75% of my clients do all of their workouts in the comfort of their own home. Do they have fancy gym equipment? Nope. Most of them are using dumbbells. You can find dumbbells at Dollar General, Amazon, Walmart for cheap. Don't even matter. Some, a lot of them have like a bench, just a basic bench. And almost all of my clients have resistance bands, like the cloth, the wide ones. Those are the best ones to get. Side note, I don't get paid for that, but I just want to let y'all know. Not them rubber ones. This is the extent to which most of my clients, it, like equipment selection, that's what it looks like for their home workouts. 75% of my clients do all of their workouts from home for about three days a week, some four, okay? They're getting way better, way, I mean, superior results and transformations than most of the women that come to me and are inquiring about my services and need help who have been consistent in the gym for the last six months, year plus. And you know what? Let me just say this really quickly. If you're listening to this and this is resonating and it's hitting you in the gut, I'm kind of glad. I want to tiptoe. All, I want to dance and tiptoe and walk all over your toes right now. Why? Because I want you to wake up. I want this to be a reality check. It doesn't fucking matter what environment you are completing a workout in. It can be at the track outside. It can be in your backyard. It can be at the, at the trail. It can be by a lake. It can be on the beach. It can be at Planet Fitness. It can be at the Y. It can be some local tiny little studio, or it can be in your living room. It can even be in your bedroom. It can be in your garage. It can be in your attic. I don't give a shit. It's not about where, what the environment is in se- itself that dictates the outcome. It's the quality of your workouts. So if you're listening to this and you have been somebody who has been working out a ton, you've been religious and faithful in the gym, but you're not getting the results that you're looking for, then hear me out. It's not about being in the gym. It's about doing the right things when you're in the gym or doing the right things when you're working out at home, etc. Which brings me to the next point. Go ahead and schedule your free one-on-one consultation call with me. Just click the link in the show notes below because on that call, you will be able to walk away with two small action steps that are going to change the game and help you get better results in the gym, at home, in the backyard, wherever you are, okay? Like, I I don't want y'all to continue struggling and doing all the things but not getting the results. So please understand that workouts in the gym are not superior to workouts at home. It's not about the location. It's not about the environment. It's about the quality of your workouts, the quality of that game plan, okay? That's what it's really about. And I hope that this relieves a lot of pressure from a lot of you ladies who are 
you know, thinking that you got to live up to the standard and you got to go to the gym and you got to do all these things, even when it's just not realistic for you. Okay. So let's talk about myth number four. You have to eat every two hours if you want to get solid results. Let's talk about this one. So this is another fantastic one. And I hear it all of the time. Yeah, coach, you know, I know that you're supposed to eat like every two hours in order to lose weight. And that's a problem for me. So I haven't been able to do that. That's probably the reason why I'm not losing weight, right? And I'm just like listening and listening. I'm taking it all in and I'm like, I wait, you know, for for y'all to just break everything down that's going on. But I hear it all the time. That's just not realistic. It's not feasible. It's not doable. I tried doing that for a while. And yes, it worked for a little bit. I was forcing myself to do it. I was forcing myself to eat every two hours, but I felt like I was forcing feeding myself with my schedule that wasn't working either. So I'm gonna give y'all an example of a client of mine who is a travel hospice nurse. So she literally you know, travels. So she goes out of town for like weeks at a time. She has a really significant patient load. And so she's literally in her car, boom, next patient, boom, back in the car, next patient, next patient. And she does this all freaking day long. (coughs) Excuse me. And she was under the impression too, that you have to, you have to eat every two hours, which I'm sorry, but when you're in that type of that line of work, first of all, that's very hard to do, right? And depending on who you are, you know, you the listener and what type of industry or field you're in. But I hear this too. I have a lot of clients who are teachers. They tell me, coach, like, it's just not realistic for me. I just can't be eating every two hours. I tried it, but I'm teaching. I'm going from one classroom to the next. We got meetings, you know, all these other things. We don't have breaks throughout the day. I don't have the opportunity to eat every two hours. Let me give you another example. I have clients who work call center jobs. Do you think, and whether they're working from home or like at the call center location, do you think that women like that can sit in their cubicle or at their desk at home? They're waiting. They're getting inbound calls every couple of minutes. Do you think that it is feasible for those women to sit here and just be eating something like every hour or two? No, they don't have breaks every two hours. They need to answer phone calls. What I'm going to look like sitting here and I'm snacking on, let's say my protein chips. I love the Quest protein chips or like balance breaks, right? I'm in the middle of sitting here chewing chewing on that stuff. Then boom, a call comes in. Now, what do I do? Oh, I'm I'm talking from content mobile. How can I help you? Okay, that's not going to work, right? And I've heard this from clients of mine. And so even with, like existing clients of mine that are working call center jobs or whatever jobs where they're receiving like a high volume of calls, we find other creative ways to make sure that they're eating enough protein in their entire day, that they're eating enough calories overall, that they're meeting their goals so that they can really crush their goals ultimately, right? It is absolutely never a necessity and it certainly does not dictate whether you're going to lose weight or not or whether you're going to lose weight faster or slower, or if you're eating every two hours or not. That is such bullcrap. Yes, I don't think that you need you should be going six, seven, eight, nine, ten plus hours without any food. And yes, it has been proven to ultimately 
keep your body in starvation mode all the freaking time, which explains why eventually your metabolism breaks all the way down. It's so slow that you're doing a lot of things and you can't lose weight anymore. Yes, that is true. And yes, that happens to a lot of women. Literally just did a training on this, boosting your metabolism, healing your metabolism, but also seeing the signs of metabolic issues, right? And what could have caused those things. I just did a live training about that inside of the free Facebook community, the Women Winning at Weight Loss Facebook group. And y'all need to be in there. If you're not in there, get in there. But you do not have to eat every two hours, okay? That is not what's going to dictate whether you lose weight, build muscle, get healthier, crush all your goals. Back to what I described, right? When I was talking about myth number one. Ultimately, at the end of the day, what really matters most, what supersedes everything is, did you eat the right portions? Did you eat the right types of foods? Did you meet your calorie requirements? Did your metabolism get the fuel that it needed today in order to operate in the best way possible to support your journey, your goals, your energy levels, et cetera? Does that make sense? That is what it's ultimately about. The same way that your vehicle is not going to operate better if you just stop at a gas station every two, three hours every single day and put like $1 of gas in it versus you just filling it up on a regular basis by putting exactly the right amount of fuel in that car. Like it's kind of, it's very similar. Your engine and the performance of your vehicle is highly dependent on, are you putting the right amount of gas in your car? Are you putting the right type of gas in your car? Okay, that's more what it boils down to because ultimately it's going to determine whether your car is going to take you from point A to point B without breaking down all the damn time. It's the same with your metabolism. You don't want your metabolism to break down. You want to make sure that you're getting the results that you want and that you came for and that you're working towards. Wonderful. Worry about ultimately putting the right type of fuel in your body and making sure that you have the right amount of gas in your tank every single day. That's what it's about. Not am I eating, do I need to eat? I need to eat 88 calories every two hours. No, absolutely not. And again, if something is not sustainable, not realistic, not feasible, not doable, then you need to ask yourself, mm, this is probably way too rigid, right? This is probably not a flexible approach. And the woman that I am in 2023 with all my obligations, responsibilities, and everything else in my life literally cannot build a lifestyle based on this idea of eating every two hours. You need to start thinking like that versus I'm just going to subscribe to whatever it is that I hear and see out there. No. Ask yourself, is that really, is that really necessary? And I'm telling you, it's not. Then ask yourself, is this even realistic? Do I want to do that? Does it feel good? Do I have an appetite and hunger to justify eating every two hours? Does my job allow for me to eat every two hours? That's what you have to think about, right? And then you dismiss that and say, hey, there's no scientific, you know, evidence that that is actually a requirement for better weight loss. Plus, I've been listening to Coach Anna's podcast for a while, I see her client transformations. They're incredible. And none of her clients are eating every two hours. Oh, okay. Well, I'm taking heat. Maybe I don't need to do that bull crap. You're right. You don't. 
Now, if you want to eat every two hours and your lifestyle allows for it, then be my guest. Let's talk about myth number five, the last myth, but certainly not least here, okay? Just eat less and move more. Oh my goodness. Just eat less, honey, and just move more. Can't lose weight? Having trouble losing weight? Well, that's what your problem is. You're eating too much and you're not moving enough. Okay, this is such a myth and it really, really, really pains me and I really want to scream so badly. Like, like my whole, like my skin crawls and everything. I get so angry when I hear this shit and I see it online too. So I'm not mad at y'all if y'all been believing this and taking it as, as your truth. I see reels all the time, posts all the time. I've been seeing all kinds of shit, even on TikTok. Having trouble losing weight? Well, just eat less, move more. No. Most women, most women are literally out here parenting, working, working out, breathing, living, supporting, coaching, running businesses, doing being CEOs, doing everything, running off of five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred calorie diets. And I'm not telling, and most of you are not doing this on purpose. Most of you, what happens is you get so sucked into your workday, all your tasks, your duties, your obligations, your kids are screaming. One needs to go to cheerleading practice. Your husband is pissing you off. Like you just don't have enough time in a day and you have a million obligations. And these are not excuses. These are facts. Okay. Facts. What happens is you're constantly on the go. You're always in fight or flight mode. You're always in survival mode. You're always thinking about the next task that you need to complete because you're everyone's problem solver. You're everyone's caregiver. You're everyone's rock. You're just everything to everyone. Okay. Let's be real. When you have that much of a demand resting on your shoulders at all times, it is very easy to forget to eat. Most of you don't think about food. You don't think about eating, except when it's maybe like three o'clock in the morning, you wake up and you want to tear up like the chips, the pretzels and everything else. But we're not talking about that. Just in general, most of you ladies listening to this and most, and this is true for almost all of my clients. The problem is that you're never eating enough because you're so busy. You're so caught up. You don't realize that you're actually hungry. Most of y'all even forget that you should have been eating and it's been 10 hours. This is real. So the last thing that y'all need to be doing is eating less than where you're already at. That is so, such a horrible myth. And it's going to continue hurting your metabolism if you feed into it and think, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. I just need to eat less. No, no, no. Most of you need to eat more and that is your biggest problem. You actually need to increase your calorie intake. Yes, there's a correct way to go about this because you don't want to go from eating 800 calories to 1600. And that ain't going to work. But long story short, with a lot of my clients, what it is that I have to do is take them through the process of reverse dieting. Because their metabolism has stalled, it's broken because they've been eating so little for so long. I have to literally teach them how to slowly, progressively increase the amount of food that they're eating every single day, which then signals to their metabolism, oh, it's time to get back going. We're getting back. We're going back into drive mode. We've been like sitting here in, in, in park and neutral and not really going nowhere. Oh, now we're going back in drive. And that's why all of a sudden my clients start to notice their energy levels like boost up significantly. 
Well, that's because your metabolism is starting to do what it's supposed to do. And then they start losing weight. They start to lose inches. They start to build muscle. And they're like, oh, wow, this is actually, my hard work is actually paying off. Right. The problem is that you've been starving and starved and under eating chronically for so long that your metabolism cannot work for you. So the myth of just eat less and move more is going to literally make your problems so much worse in the next couple months and years if you try to keep that up. Because if you're at like 800, 900 calories, and track this if you don't believe me, but most of y'all, that's what y'all are doing. If we went with the concept of eating less, you'd have to cut your calories back to like 600, 500, some of y'all maybe 400. That is not the solution. That is going to continue hurting you and making your problems worse. Let me touch on the second part of this. Eat less, move more. Listen, in order for you to move more and get better outcomes and results out of you moving more, you need to be able to give your body more to burn off. Here's the problem. Double, like this is like a double slap. It's a lose-lose situation. Y'all are in the gym or wherever you are, wherever you work out, killing yourselves with these workouts, cardio equipment, taking three classes per week, I mean, per day, spin, Zumba, and every and body combat, body pump, and all this shit, right? At the same time, you're doing way too much in terms of your calorie expenditure. You're burning off so much energy and so many calories from all the things that you're doing, but you're barely refueling and you're barely putting anything back into your body. So you're already in a drastic, radical calorie deficit, which is why a lot of y'all are not losing weight because you're on top of it working out and not giving your body anything to burn off. If you went with the myth, as a lot of y'all are, just eat less and move more, you would end up in an even harsher calorie deficit and an even worse predicament as far as your metabolism goes Because now you're doubling up on your workouts and you're taking even more food away from a metabolism that is already so deprived and restrictive of what it needs the most. Woo, that was a lot, but we had to get it out, y'all. We had to get this out, seriously. And I would love to hear from you ladies. Make sure that you send me a DM on Instagram. Find me, Anna J. Fit, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. Send me a DM and say, hey, coach, I've been listening to that episode about those five weight loss myths that are hurting you. And I got to tell you, myth number three hit home so badly. So glad you did that. I want to hear from you. Let's be interactive. Let's talk. Let's chat, right? And I've been getting a lot of feedback from y'all in the DMs, especially on Instagram. And I so appreciate that. I don't bite. I mean, I do cuss a lot, but I don't bite. I'm friendly. If you hop in my DMs, I'm going to send you voice notes. We're going to chat like we've been knowing each other for the last 10 years. That's the type of person I am. I don't know strangers, right? And I'm so passionate. I love my work so much that I just want to make sure that y'all are getting value, that this is changing your life for better, right? Because if it's changing your life for better, it changes your kids' lives for better. It affects our entire communities. And that's what I am all about. This is like, it's a community effect, right? So yeah, go talk to me in my DMs. Find me on social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. I'm literally on all three every single day. Yes, I am the one in my DMs and I will respond to y'all. But let me know which one of these five myths had up until today, up until you listen to this episode, Did you think, like, did you feed into 
and you thought this to be like an actual, actual fact, absolute truth, I would love to hear from y'all. All right, ladies, I hope that this changes your life. I hope that this helps you get the best results ever on your weight loss journey. Most of all, I hope that this takes a little bit of stress off of your shoulders, right? And that this makes you understand that, yeah, coach is right. We, I need more flexibility in my approach, okay? Because this rigid crap ain't working for me based on your circumstances, your predicament, how your life is set up, right? That is my hope for you. So as always, keep a smile on your face, spread love and positivity to those around you. And above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.